Hello everyone and welcome back to the Pretty Bubbles podcast with myself, Daryl, Mig and James. How you doing, fellas? Good. Yeah, not yeah. bad. Uh, no, bad. James, at the moment he will be joining us on the on the call at some point. He's uh, on a works call, but we do have a special guest with us. Um, a friend Very of the special. podcast, uh, a big West Ham fan. We have our friend Thomas Willits. How you doing, Tom? Yeah, not bad. Thanks, guys. How are you? All good, mate. All good. Thanks for joining Aaron, us on the podcast. Can I just uh, say, when when you said we have Willits joining us, I thought you meant Dave. I'm very disappointed. I did try. I tried Dave first, but he said he wasn't free. And I then I tried Max. Max and Max wasn't <laughs> free. And then I tried Tracy, and she said she wasn't free. So <laughs> we went with our last result, and we went with Tom. But um, Tom, you was uh, you was at the game on Saturday. Is that right? I was. I was fortunate enough, fortunate enough to be one of the two thousand people that got a ticket. Uh, all three of you got a ticket that you go with like your dad and Max yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, all three of us. We was entered into the ballot as uh, as one household. Is that is there still a chance you get in a ticket for the next game as well or that be do you still go into the ballot again? Um so I think I think everyone that went on Saturday is now taken out of the ballot until everyone that wants to go has got a ticket. So the chance of us getting a ticket in the next couple of months is uh, slim. Yeah, unless they unless they drastically increase the size of the uh, the crowds. Yeah, which I can't see London going to tier one anytime soon. No. Um, so uh, it will probably stay at two thousand for now. But um, we will go into the game. We'll ask some questions. There is obviously um, it was a disappointing result at the end of the day uh, with a three-one loss. Um, Mig, what's your what was your first takes on the game itself as a whole? Well, it, it couldn't have been more of a game or two after, really, could it? I think the first half was the probably the best 45 minutes I've seen from us in a long time. Uh, mm. There was constant pressure on their goal. Um, and I, just, I don't know how we've only got in 1-0 up. And essentially, that's what's killed us in the end. Because if we get a second, potentially even a third in that first half, I think it could, could kill the game off. Um, we all knew Rashford and Fernandes were going to come on at half-time and that's going to change the game because they're the two most important attacking players. Um, and then... Vars done us a, a dirty as well, um, so it, it helped us out in the last game. But then it's, it's killed us this game. I just don't see the point of having Var if you can't cover all bases. Um, I think I know they didn't have the the perfect camera angle to see it, so they couldn't overturn it. But I think everyone everyone knew that had gone out. But it's it's absolutely done us. Um, but I think overall, I, I still take encouragement from the game. Um, like that first half, the performance. If we can keep that up against other teams that and, and we take our chances that can really put us in good stead so I'm not too disheartened obviously it was very disappointing to to mm. collapse in the way that we did but two goals in three or four minutes is always going to do that to you we just switched off a bit yeah James um yeah initially I, I was fuming at the end but it was more of a case of just frustration of the fact that how we had such a good start and the amount of chances that we that we had that we didn't Put away, and the difference between having them having, you know, fully national, possibly world class strikers, and us not, pretty much, um, they just take their chances. Um, you know, f- finishing off on a positive. Uh, you know, we're still top seven. We've had a really good run, um, and you know, they they've got to take away that if we can. On another day, them chances could have gone in. So we could have been 4-0 up at half-time against another team on another day. So, you know, at that point, the game's over, isn't it, pretty much? 
Tom, what was your thoughts of it from actually being there um, and your thoughts of the game? Um, well, first and foremost, I I wasn't um, as like raging as, as say someone like James has just said they were. Cause I think I was just uh, I was more happy to be there than anything. It wasn't until I've watched the highlights again on yesterday and again today that that makes it that really makes you realise how many good chances we had. Um, I think. I, I think we were just so much better in the first half and not not going in two or three goals up has really, really killed the game because you always knew that someone like Fernandez or Rashford was going to make the difference. And, uh, and I thought I just I thought Rashford was superb. Yeah, I think all three are uh, pretty much spot on. The, the, difference were, the difference between us and them is that was the other way around first half and they had those sorts of chances. They had to kill the game off before they let us get back into it. Sort of... Similar to what Spurs done to us, I know we got the result against Spurs that we needed to in the end, but they pretty much killed the game off before anyone had got started, and that is what we're just not clinical enough. Hadda stays on his feet, bangs it in, turning all different story. Um, I thought personally, I thought defensively again for sixty minutes we were incredible. Uh, all three centre halves didn't really put a foot wrong. Um, Kufau and Masuaku had good games again. But you're not going to keep Rashford, Fernandez, Pogba and that quiet. Even more so when your head goes down from a, a terrible VAR goal. But um, I think James said you can't, you can't complain too much of where we are right now. So we're seventh in the league. I think we've still got a positive goal difference. No one would have thought that at this point of the year. Can so you believe I, the cheek of Pogba? After, I mean, don't get me wrong. Fantastic strike for his goal. But the way he's played for the last God knows how long to then do the old cupping of the year celebration. Yeah. <laughs> you've got some proper cheek, mate. Question for you, Matt, because you are a goalkeeper. I, I'll ask you the question. Could and should have Fabianski done better? He got hands to it. He got big hands to it as well. Uh, I don't think so. I think he's got, he's got a bit on it. But it's first of all, it's gone round a defender. So he's, as soon as he's hit it, he hasn't got sight of it. And it's been set outside the post and it's curled back in really well. I don't think you can really be criticising too much for that. Um, I think he's got, yeah, he's got a small fingertip on it. I don't think he's got a big hand on it. I don't think he'll be too disappointed himself. Fair enough. Um, any standout players as well in the first half or the whole game um, for you guys who, who really stood out? Uh, Tom? Uh, I, thought, <clears throat> I thought Bayern was uh, was brilliant in the first half. Out of the... Out of the our front three, I thought. I thought he was excellent. Running, he was uh, the one making the most. Happen, every, every that yeah. Tellers don't like he can defend at all, does he? He looks good going forward, but can't defend. It, it's just why, like, yeah, I agree. Bowen was our best player in that first half. I couldn't believe he came off. Oh, that is that was one of the worst decisions. I don't know I if there was. I don't he, know if I he's feeling he for the left hand side. He um, he wasn't the same. Was, Tom, what was the mood like once um, that VAR decision got ruled out? Um, well, what ruled in Menu's well, favour? Well, it was a difficult one because I think everyone everyone sort of knew that the ball had gone out, but but wasn't really sure how VAR were going to be able to overturn it. Mm. Um, and it sort of because everyone was very upbeat for the first 60 minutes and uh, yeah, making a lot of it sort of just it sort of just killed it flat and it was it was um it was quite 
quite strange to see see the ball hit the back of the net and not hear the like the muted cheer of the away end or more just like a couple of shouts from the players yeah. like you could you could literally hear a pin drop when when the ball hit the back of the net and that happened three times he hasn't had his he hasn't had a great start to the season compared to last season but how well did greenwood take his goal yeah oh, a very good finish It'll be good to see him come back into form because he's a good player and he'll be a good player for England going forward as well. Um, and obviously all that, all that rubbish that went on with England on his last um, selection, hopefully his goal sets him up well again to move forward. <coughs> but thought... second half, they look different class. We, mm. we look like a totally different side for the last half hour and they just... I, I don't like listening to Gary Neville, but he said it. For 60 minutes, they were terrible. They were absolutely horrendous and it, any other time we'd have put two or three past them. But... They look like a, a league-winning side for the last half hour. We couldn't get near them. And the thing is, as well, you knew it was going to come. It's what they've won. I think it's nine away games in a row now, which is a club record. And they've been behind in every single one of those nine games. That's so, like, I think I, can't, I think it was Gary Neville said on commentary. Actually, they might as well just boot the ball in the, their own net at the start of the game and then start playing because that yeah. just seems to be what kicks them into gear. Yeah. Mm. And I think I, I thought uh, I thought Rice had actually had a good game out of our players. I thought there was one of the tackles that he made last ditch was phenomenal. I thought, who was the player? I can't remember who Rashford. Rashford, yeah. yeah, last ditch, just got his foot on it. Because Rashford went down with the injury after, straight after, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Because he went head first into a bonus, yeah. Ogbonna's feet. <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, thank you very much, I think Ogbonna's been outstanding this season, but for Rashford's goal, he's sat so much deeper than the rest of the defenders and then you just can't give Rashford that much space yeah. to run into. It was the just line, too easy. That the point. line was a bit strange, wasn't it, on that one of them guys? He just had so much space. Like, it was yeah. ridiculous the amount of space. Albuena had pushed up a little bit and then Ogbonna was still sat probably three or four yards behind, which just left an absolute acre of space for Rashford to run into, which you can you just can't do it. I'd like to talk about Albuena quickly because... Um, out of the lot that we've said on previous podcasts that we'd potentially swap him for Diop at times, it, I think that's the best he's played for us that first 60 minutes. He stopped Martial getting the ball and turning three or four times. Uh, really got up tight. If he's going to play like that, especially along with Ogbonna, the way Ogbonna's playing at Cresswell, I, wouldn't, I really wouldn't change it at the moment. Your mate, Cresswell? No, not my mate. <laughs> he's my pal at the moment. We'll call each other pals. Um, no, nah, I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change a lot. Um, anything else you want to talk about going with the United game? Yeah, I think um, I do think Ben Rama needs a bit more time. I, I, he's like ad, he's just adamant from not Why, playing him. Why? Because the first forty-five minutes we were dominant with Fournells and Bowen. But I don't think that was because of Fournells though. I think yeah, it's because but they didn't have Rashford, no. Greenwood, and. And uh, Fernandez on the pitch, so you know, and we didn't. I don't know. I, I don't see why we can't give it a go. But he play, he plays him for a reason that he does as well. And he's running. He put he runs so much, and he gets himself in good position. He does. He's if, a he score, if he, he scores both them, if he scores both them goals, you going to be Ben Rama needs to start. Probably not. Well, no, but that's the thing. He does it every week, though, don't he? Uh, I don't think he does it every week, but he does it most. He does do it most weeks, Daryl. He's missed two. He's missed two chances. The header is not as easy as what people think it is, 
The header's probably one a bit. It's a very tough chance. All right, he's unlucky with the with the one that hits the post. But you can't you can't go. Oh, he's got to be dropped because he's missed two chances. Can, can I make? Can I, I step in and make a point? That. Here? I didn't say that. I just said Ben Rama needs more time. That's all I said. <laughs> yeah, but well, you've been saying it for three weeks. Well, yeah, now because he does. Because he don't Friday. get any time. Of course, yeah. Because of the assists. way that Leeds play. Yeah, not even because of the, of the way Leeds play. Four nails has got to start because he scored four goals in the Premier League. All have been against mm-hmm. teams that start with the letter L, Liverpool and Leicester. So he has to start against Leeds. I like that. And the way Tom, the way Tom said it as well, the way Leeds play, you're going to need him now. Yeah, definitely. You're going to need, you're going to need his defensive right to be there. All right, Ben Rama might might go forward and nick a few goals against them, but you're going to need to be solid defensively. I do want to see more of Ben Rama because I do think he is an exciting player yeah. and I think he, he made things happen when he came on, but it's, it's just hard to find that right balance. And, of... and I'm not saying that you're wrong, James, or, like, at all bringing him in, but right now, people are slagging Bowen off. I've, uh, not about four hours off. I thought four hours was fantastic for 60 minutes. He, and he's, he's been good for a few weeks and a few games. He's brilliant against Wolves and stuff like that, but people look at him and go, oh, no, he's got to go because we've, we've got to get Ben Rama in. You can't right now. You can't do that. Um, if he does it, and um, Ben Rama obviously stands up and, and does what he needs to do, then fair play. But I wouldn't change it right now. Before we move on to Leeds, Haller. Um, we've we've <laughs> spoke about Haller for a few weeks now at different points. Um, again, Matt, me and you uh, sort of had a discussion with another friend on another chat about uh, how bad they thought Haller was, and me and you were in the sort of uh, sort of on the side of. I thought he was very good uh, Saturday. Um, I'll come on to your opinions of him a little. Tom, from being at the game, was there a lot? Was there fans sort of on Haller's side? Were there people against him? Um, I don't really think it was was either way. I, th- I thought, like most of the team, he played well, really well for sixty minutes. But then once we started to like. That once we went behind and we needed to chase the game, then he became a bit more ineffective because he was. Mm. We was just lumping balls up to him, and against Maguire, I know I know Hilaire is good in the air, but that that's playing right into to Maguire's strengths, I think, and um, I think he became a bit ineffective after that. Yeah, do you think that's where we've we've sort of missed a trick by getting a third striker in? Obviously, no Antonio. You, you, you sort of go two one three one down with Haller already playing sixty minutes and he's knackered. You've got no one to change it. Yeah, yeah, I think we we do need need another another forward, someone maybe like a Josh King that we was linked linked with in in the summer. Yeah, I would have just come on and just come on and run at run at the defence. Yeah, play it like I think, a, bit I think of a plan the B. Is, like, are you going to be able to find someone that's willing to probably warm the bench most of the time? Because Antonio is going to be first, bit. then it's between obviously you've got Haller and whoever this person might come in and fight in for scraps when Antonio's not there. Like, are you going to get someone of the calibre that you want to fill that role? You could have to be quite a young striker to do that, aren't they? Um, That's what I think. Giroud wants as much time now as possible because he's coming to the end of his career, and obviously, we've been linked with him. Which now, if he's going to keep scoring for Chelsea, he's not going to be looked, they're not going to let him go at all. Um, but is there anyone out there that you can realistically go and get? The one that you've well, they've seen some links with is that um, Dembele from uh, Leon, is it? Been Again, is he going to want to come sit on the bench? Yeah, exactly. 
the guy from Blackburn as well. We've been linked with for a little bit. Yeah, is it Armstrong? I can't remember. Scoring goals are fun down there, isn't he? Top scorer in the league. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting, but we won't get we won't get something like that. Um, I can't see I can't see much business being done in January. Well, they've said they've got no money again, so maybe loan deals again. But again, who's going to want to come on loan? Uh, you're not going to get Josh King on loan. Let's put it that way. Do you remember that we signed Craig Dawson? That's the thing that actually happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, has he has he been in the squad yet? He hasn't made the squad, no. Nah. <laughs> but he's buzzing. Um, right, anyone got anything else to say about the Man United game? Fuck that. Yes. Um, no, nah, not no. Nah, just, just it's just, and it's just frustrating, isn't it? But you know, we just let's just move on to take some positives from it, and hopefully, we'll bring that into Leeds game. Let's move on to the Leeds fixture then. Has anyone got a goal that they remember against Leeds? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we were all we, nappies, can, weren't we? <laughs> can we? Can we find that goal, Matt, we were talking about the other day? Well, the last time we played them was 2012, and it was a one-all draw, and our goal was scored by Danny Collins. Oh, and I don't even remember Danny Collins. I don't even remember his existence. <laughs> uh, let me go back to the game before that. We played them on the 21st of August, 2011. And it was a two-all draw. And our goals were scored by Colton Cole. And then there was a Paddy Kisnorbo own goal. So if we can find that Colton Cole goal. We'll see if we can find a Colton Cole goal or we'll just let James have a creative decision on a goal versus Leeds <laughs> somewhere. Um, I'm sure uh, knowing James, he'll pick the wrong team and it won't be Leeds. Um, <laughs> right, we'll go to that goal that James picks and we'll come back. Here's Diawara with Radovate. Oh, this could run for Canute. Diwara to Sinclair. Good play by West Ham. Oh, a chance on the far post, and it's there. It's Nigel Winterburn. Would you believe it? It's his first goal for West Ham. And he popped up in precisely the right place. So you were saying before we haven't played Leeds since 2012, is that right? Yeah, so 2011-12 season. And that was in the championship the year we come up, I'll take it. Yeah, so yeah. we had we drew both games that season. Excellent. Um for me this is one this is one of the fixtures I was looking forward to the most um this year. Um one of my childhood best friends was a Leeds fan, big Leeds family, and it was always a big fixture and growing up seeing them in the like Premier League and what they'd done was fantastic. So it's really good to have them back. Um They've they've been sensational so far this year. Do we think we can get a result against them on Friday night, James? Of course. Why not? I think, you know, they're a good side leads and they're showing that they've got a good manager. They're showing that a lot of good fight for a team that's come up. And um, they're a big club, big fan base. So, that you know, all the right foundations are there. Um, and I think they'll do well this year. But I also think that we are very, very disciplined at the moment. We've got a good thing going. We've got, a, as much as, you know, the result didn't go our way, the performance was still there. And against someone that's not got as world-class of players as Man United have, I think, you know, we might come out on top. Um, so as long as they turn up and, you know, put the effort in that we saw in the first half, I have no worries. Um, if we have the last half an hour version of West Ham that we got, 
um, then maybe it'd be a different story. Tom, what about you for Friday? Um, I think if we, uh, I think it is a game that we can we can get a result out of. It just depends, uh, like James said, which which West Ham turn up, whether it's the the uh, fast flowing, exciting team that played in the first sixty minutes, or the not so exciting team that played in the last half hour on Saturday. <clears throat> I think it's important that we match their and um, their energy and desire. Um, because you know the way that Bielsa gets them to play, um, they don't stop running for 90 minutes. And it's, it's important that we match that, yeah. because if we don't, then it could be trouble. Yeah, very high tempo. Aren't they? Um, they played some very good football as well. Um, Mig, what's your thoughts on it all? I, to be honest with you, like, yeah, it's a game we can get a result out of for sure. Like, I still can't believe they got Bielsa. Like, when, as a championship side, they got one of the most highly regarded managers in European football. Um, but it's definitely a game that we can get stand out of. I'm interested in to see the uh, matchup between Rice and Phillips. Uh, I think that would be an interesting matchup for, for both of them. Both got like, some England call-ups recently. So and I think it will be an entertaining game for the neutral as well. But I genuinely think it will be quite an open, free-flowing game. Um, I think it's no fans, is it? Leeds is in Tier 3, so... Um, we won't be having any of their fans there, no. which I think is a helpful thing because when their fans get back in that stadium for the first time, even though it'll only be a few thousand, it'll be yeah, rocky. Buzzed, yeah. It's such a good, like, how good of an away day would it have been to go to Leeds on a Friday night? Like, I know, it's Friday night. Gutted. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm gutted because two of my friends at work both support Leeds and they've been waiting for Leeds to get up to the Premiership for, for like years, as you can imagine. And like we were talking about just. Like even if it's just meeting up, going down the pub just to celebrate the fact that Leeds are back up and having a, a game with us. So yeah, that, and you know Leeds is nice. I think it's quite a shoot, not nice place to go. It's, like, it's a student uh, city, isn't it? Yeah, Uni Town. Uh, yeah, it would have been would have been class. I think you're bang on me about it being an entertaining game. I think both teams have showed that they want to attack at times mm. this year. Like our first, if we play like we did first half on. Um, Saturday and they play like they did for the first 20 minutes against Chelsea and both teams just attack it could it, it could be one one of the best games we'll see on TV for a while um, and the fact it's Friday night it, it, both teams going to be up for it it's, it's, as you say it's just a shame there's no fans there because on a Friday night with fans there that could have been electric with the way both teams are playing uh, we'd have taken a great away following as well up to always there always do yeah so um, I'm I think I was more optimistic getting a result against United than I than I am now against against Leeds. Just the way they're playing, I think they're gonna they're gonna cause us a lot of troubles. Um, just as I, I think Tom said it with their pace, desire, energy, just to get at us, they're not gonna stop. They're not gonna stop for ninety minutes, and we're gonna be under the cosh at times. And we have to keep Bamford quiet because he's scoring goals for fun. If you can keep him quiet. I think I think we'll nick a goal. We'll get a goal somewhere. Just hopefully um, we can stop them scoring a couple. I think they're definitely there to be gotten at defensively. Like you look at their back line and you don't really think, oh, it's going to be a struggle to break them down. But it's no. going forward. Like I think the weekend they had Harrison on one wing and that Rafinha on the other wing, and they both played well. Obviously, you've got Bamford, who you just you can't give him any time or space in the box because he's looking deadly at the moment. Yeah. 
and then you've got Click in behind him, like Phillips and Dallas in the middle, like they and they pull the strings. So it it'll be tough, and we will have to play well, but we can get them. I like their keeper as well. Yeah, Melier, he looks a good he looks a good keeper. Yeah, they're they're a good side, um, and they will cause us problems. But you bang on, we can definitely cause them some troubles. Um, now, I know James has said about bringing Ben Rama in at some point. Would you make any changes going into the game? Anyone? It's hard to say now. I think, it, again, it comes down to Antonio's fitness and what we do there. Um, but I don't want the Antonio that played last week uh, if he's just not <laughs> going to be anywhere near full fitness. No. No. I, I've... I don't think he's going to be ready for it, if I'm being honest. But I'm, I'd like, I'd love to see Antonio against this lot. I really would. But um, I think he'd give him a right handful. Yeah, Tom. Um, I. It, the only, the only question for me would be what we spoke about earlier, whether it would be Fennels or Ben Rama, and I think it would be good to see Ben Rama from the start because having seen little cameos from him. He has looked good, but I don't know whether this is the right fixture. Um, I think Moyes has been been put off of changing too much because the side's been winning. But now that we've lost the game, he might um, he might think that this is the game to bring Ben Rama in. Yeah, freshen up a little than, bit. Other than that, I think the back the back five picks itself, um, Rice and Suchek. I think I think that for now for for Ben Rama maybe is the only. Only query. Yeah, James, you sort of in the same way. Um, yeah. Um, do you know what I find really strange though? You know, uh, since Lanzini scored that goal against Spurs, he's not really had a look in, has he? To be fair, he's a, he had the ten minutes against. Uh, yeah, 20, he didn't have. He's not had long, has he? Villa um, yeah. or Fulham, and he looked. He looked decent, but yeah, I don't think he touched the ball really on Saturday. No, I think. He's, yeah, he's just kind of been non-existent, and I don't actually think he's done anything particularly wrong that we can stand out and say, yeah, he's not really, you know, impacted the game. I just don't think he's really had much of much to do. Um, yeah, and I think I'd say probably Ben Rama is probably the only option. But like you said, like the the, the first forty-five was great. Another day we probably could have scored them goals. Um, you know, make make. Make Leeds work hard, tire them out, and then you know when you've got players like is Yarmolenko fit? He will be. He will be back fit. Yeah, they reckon he'll. Yeah. Um, he's he was he, he very nearly made the bench last week because he had so the COVID. We, so potentially we could have Yarmolenko fit, Lanzini fit, Ben Rama fit to bring on as a sub to try and change the game if it's a little bit dead, um, and if if it's the other way and we you know we're we're leading quite quite well maybe bring on Noble to shore it up a little bit so you know there's some options there but I'm being optimistic with my predictions a bit later so we well, might as well go to predictions now we'll, well start... let me let me jump in here do you want some stats go on in yeah let's have some stats so Leeds and West Ham have played each other 104 times in their history we have won 27 they've won, <laughs> they've won 48 and there's been 29 draws jeez we haven't beaten them in the last nine meetings. Uh, the last time we won was at Ellen Road in November 2000. Right. With, so a team, with a team that featured the likes of Stuart Pearce, Rio Ferdinand, Michael Carrick, Frank Lampard, Trevor Sinclair, Freddie Canute, 
And we won 1 0 thanks to a goal by Nigel Winterburn. Is that the year they got? I actually remember that goal as well. That's... James, if you can find that, <laughs> I know you've not edited it. Nigel, Winter that Nigel yeah. Winterburn goal, we'll take that. Yeah. Um, was that the year that Leeds got relegated? Or was it the year after Leeds got relegated? No, that was later, wasn't it? Was it 2003? No, it was like 2003. Didn't they get relegated the year before or after we did? They went down in 2003. Yeah. 2003, 2004. So the year after us. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it, wasn't it a year after they'd already been in the Champions League? (laughs) 01 01 was their semi final Champions League, wasn't it? One one extreme to the other. That's just crazy. Their team back then, like Boya, Raduka, Harry Kill. Yeah, Harry Kill. They had had a ridiculous side back then. So that team on that day that they had. Um, Paul Robinson in goal, Danny Mills, Lucas Radaby, Ian Hart, Lee Bowyer, Olivier Decor, Alan Smith, Mark Viduka. Yeah, Ian Hart was good, wasn't he? Oh, Ian Hart was quality. Radaby was a good defender as well, and Decor, good player. They were a good team back then. Um, we might as well go on to some predictions then. Jamie's not going to make the call. Um, because he's, well, I'm not going to say what we all think of him. Um, <laughs> he will listen. Um, no, i say it. <laughs> you like him. He's a really nice guy. Last time I, last time I said what I'd say, he had a go at me. So I won't say it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <that> one, yeah. <laughs> um He's given us a, a prediction of 1-1. One, one. Um, Tom, as your guest, we'll let you go first with us for predictions for the weekend. And if we score, who's going to score? See, the thing is, 1-1 probably would have been my prediction. But um, as soon as Jamie's taken that, I'll be a bit more positive and go for a 1-2 away win with goals from Fennels and Rice. Love that. Love that. James? Uh, I'm going 2-1. And I'm going to go with a goal from Sushek. And Ogbonna. Mick? Desmond? Yeah. You, love you know, Desmond. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> that is exactly what I was thinking. Two all. And I will go with um, goals from Bowen and Alec. I'm going to go with a 2-1 home win. Um, we're going to score first. Um, it will be a Declan Rice sculpture and <laughs> we will concede two again in the second half. Uh, I think, I hope not, but last year we, we had this problem of uh, keeping leads, um, going in front and then not, not seeing out games. And I, I, maybe it just might come back into the way we're playing at the moment. So I'm going to go 2-1 leads. I hope not. Obviously, I'm, I'd love love to get the win, um, but we, we, don't, we won't know till Friday. We will have a very quick turnaround with a podcast. We were talking about doing a podcast straight after the game on Friday. So we'll let, let people know what we're doing uh, because we play again Tuesday night at home to Palace. Wednesday night at home to Palace. Is it Wednesday? Yeah. Ah, I thought it was Tuesday. That's killed me. I meant to be football training. Um, Set yeah. that, that off then. Uh, well, maybe. Um, Wednesday yeah, night at Amazon Prime. Wednesday night at home to Palace. Um, so it'll be a very quick turnaround of podcast, and it'll be an even quicker turnaround because we play Chelsea on the Saturday. Monday. Is it Monday? Oh, you got Daryl, you're over <laughs> the mayor, mate. I, uh, mate. Honestly, I'm so out, I'm so out of the loop. I'm just picking out days. 
We played Chelsea on the Tuesday. We played them on Thursday. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm having a great time. Um, yeah, that's that's what we'll do. So, Tom, cheers for joining us. Um, Thanks for having me. We'll have to get you back on very soon. Um, uh, maybe our uh, original guest Dave will come on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll speak to him. Yeah, Big cheers, um, yeah, cheers for coming, boys. Uh, we'll have you in all the time instead of Jamie. We'll drop Jamie out. Um, <laughs> we might not argue as much on the podcast without that nonce being here. It doesn't say So, cheers, boys. And the last thing to say is, come on your own. Come on your own. Come on your own. Come on your own.